Welcome back to this week's episode of The Kitchen. We are excited to have you. Uh, this week, kind of like last week, we wanted to just kind of just have a little team meeting and talk about our 2024 goals, uh, personal and business, some of the things we're excited about this year, some of the things we're working on this year. Um, just kind of let you guys be a part of this conversation, uh, if that's something you want to be a part of. Um, uh, have some big things in the works, talk about coaching programs, weddings, events, personal goals, diet goals, uh, big goals. Um, yeah, we're, no, we're very, very excited for this year. So without further ado, let's cook. Living in a daydream. Ooh, such a sweet thing. Life on a big screen. It's such a beautiful scene, yeah. Hello, Jacob. Happy New Year. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Gosh, this echoey garage. Yeah. I started to really notice it in the last episode. I know. It's very echoey. Because well, if I talk quiet, it's not as bad, but then no one wants to listen to like an ASMR I know. podcast. And it's just kind of like when you're quiet, it's depressing. Cause we just I want to talk talking my like natural. This. Same. I would love to be able to just talk like this, you know? I know. A little more, little more character. To we'll the get voice. there, you guys. I mean, 2024 goal number one is get a new space. Get our own studio. Yeah. Because every time we come in here, number one, Recording it's always in a garage. sub 60 degrees. You heat it up before it's I freezing. arrive and it's already back to it's frozen. It's freezing. Yeah. And number two, it's always arranged in a different way. So we have to go find things and, and it's just landing, it's, dude. It's a, it's, a, it's a maze every single time. So yeah, yeah. Goal for 2024. Get our own studio. Get a space. doesn't have to be this big, but we just get awesome to have our own space, man. It would. Just for podcasting and editing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, you guys, in this episode, we don't really know. Um, we definitely want to talk. <laughs> it's funny, uh, if I may interject, we, in our last episode, we said in 2024, we were going to try to become a little more professional. <laughs> starting after starting this. Off, <laughs> starting off, zero direction in okay, this podcast. In our defense, we have, out of nowhere, a huge gig for New Year's Eve, and we have, and so. Which already happened when you're listening right. to this. So this is being recorded pre-New Year's Eve. And we were planning this whole week being off. Mm -hmm. And then now four days are consumed. So, yeah. So we will be more structured. Um, but we also like kind of being transparent and vulnerable and uh, kind of off script. Yeah. Um, so we thought in this episode we would talk more about kind of our vision for 2024 mm -hmm. um, because it's, it's always evolving. But I feel like we're starting at clarity. So this is kind of more of a, a runway vows. CEO team, team meeting, meeting. But that you guys can listen in on because a lot of this we haven't even discussed yet. Yeah. So this will be interesting. And and hopefully this is also, you know, has a theme of yeah. what should other videographers maybe yeah. have their sights set on in 2024. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about what pieces of gear we should be looking yeah. at, what styles yeah. of shooting yeah. we should be looking to incorporate. Yeah. So yeah, let's just dive into it. Um really excited about 2024 this year. Um 23 was amazing. Yeah. And I feel like, if anything, 2024 of a much more structured mindset of right. exactly what we want to do this year. We learned last year to not uh, bite off more than you can chew, which we definitely we did. did. And surprisingly, we still pulled it off. Um, but this year, we want to do less, but go a lot more on those things. Mm -hmm. um, starting with the Champagne Club, which we talked about. Um, if Champagne Club isn't launching today, it either already launched or is about to launch. Um, but for the first three months of this year, we're starting the Champagne Club, which we talked about in two episodes ago, uh, is a personalized one-on-one -on -one 
coaching program, 20 members only, three-month curriculum with a graduation. Um, and so one of our goals for this year is if that goes really well this quarter, to do it every three months mm-hmm. with a new class. That's a quarterly thing. Um, so that's kind of like our big goal for this year. Last year it was courses. This year it's personalized one-on-one coaching. And I feel like the reason for that is after building a course all year and people enjoyed it and maybe some didn't, but um, there's just this disconnect between right. that we saw between the learning and the student mm-hmm. um, because we're all in such different paths. And I think I'm laying this kind of thought evolve here. Yeah. So please wheel me back if I say something yeah. controversial here. Um, Nothing new, by the way. <laughs> if you say something controversial. Yeah, but... Um, Just let it rip. The, what, I, what are you trying to say, Jacob? I'm trying to say. Just say it. I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, I feel, We're deleting our course? <laughs> I feel like the reason a lot of the industry, the educational industry, mm-hmm. is hated on is because courses, because it's a script given to everybody, yeah. everyone gets the same content, right. it by its nature turns everybody into the same thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We don't have to get political here, but think of the Board of Education. <laughs> <laughs> There's one blanket <laughs> curriculum, and it forces you all to think inside of a box. Mm-hmm. Our course, as cool as it is, it is through our experience. Our lens. through how we do it, you know, through lens aside. Here's how we shoot, here's how we edit, here's our take on filmmaking, technical, yada, yada, yada. You could learn those same things from somebody else and have a whole different viewpoint. Right. And so whether you like it or not, a scripted curriculum course um, teaches you to think in a certain box. Um, and I feel like to con to combat that, you and I in every course have tried to say, here's how we do it, and be more principle-based so that you can kind of, here's the principle, Apply it to your style, but here's how we do it. Okay. But more times than not, when you're buying a course, you don't really care about that principle. You just want to be told, well, what do you do? Right. Well, what lens do you have? And sometimes people even ask us, like, gimbal or handheld. And I'm like, well, it's it's neither, it and it's both. Yeah. You know, it's It doesn't matter. But no one likes that answer. Right. They want to be told, exactly. is it handheld yeah, or is it gimbal? It's like, well, do you understand what each one's for? Right. Long rant. Um, it wasn't too controversial, by the way. Okay. But I feel... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's a clapper thing on there. We should do the... <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like um, courses put you in that box, and I feel like that's the disconnect. Yeah. And you and I, personally, and nothing against courses, obviously, we no. have one. Yeah. <laughs> we come from one. But I feel like what we learned this last year in 2023 was that there's a disconnect mm. between the education and the student, and we wanted to provide a lot more personalized option. Yeah. Not to mention, not to mention that um, the second you release a course, it's already outdated. That's been frustrating as well. That's been crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The second you re- we release like the audio course, or the drone course, or the HoneyBook course, mm. the next the week. The day we released HoneyBook, HoneyBook came up with an update and yeah. half the course is yeah. stupid. Yeah. That's how the story has been with most of our courses. The drone courses get released. So then you spend your whole out. life updating yeah. it. Yeah. So it's either you make one course and you say, hey, we're never going to update this. It's a one-time price, never going on sale. This is mm-hmm. it. This is what you get. And people don't like that either because they want to always you know, be able yeah. to come back and, and kind of renew and be updated yeah. on the, the current thing. So, yeah, 
the coaching program is a way for us because we like having coaching calls. We've done plenty of them this year and we've never really had a way of following up. And if we do, it's just from their own initiative of saying, Hey, I booked one. Yeah. yeah, I booked one with you in July. It's now December. Can I hop on another call? And so the first 20, 30 minutes of that hour long call is just catching up on what's happened. Whereas if there was a set curriculum, which is what we're doing quarterly because we want to get people in and out is if there's a set curriculum, we know where they are, we know what they've learned from us, and we don't have to worry about, you know, trying to catch up on everything and, and try to troubleshoot. And that's why we didn't want to do group calls. We wanted mm-hmm. you to be able to join the Champagne Club and feel like you can sit down with me and Nate mm-hmm. and literally just, here's everything, and we just take you through a three-month master class of improving your business. Mm-hmm. And that way, each week, if we're not helping you, we want to know that yeah. so that we can adapt mm-hmm. and problem solve with you and that you don't have to do it alone. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's something, nothing new, but I think it was either Russell Brunson or Bridger, someone, some sales guy said there's three ways of selling something the or three products out there. You do it yourself, do it with you, and do it for you services. And online courses are do it yourself. Here's the Buy product. this, do it. good luck, yeah. you know. And I think the frustration people have is that they the only way to like – get further clarity on the course is by commenting or asking questions. Mm-hmm. And then you get a comment or a question reply back in a text bubble that usually doesn't answer your question right. as thoroughly as you want. Whereas a do it with you service, when we're on the ground with you going back and forth, you can say that doesn't work for me because of X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. like in my market or my business or my brand, I don't know how to do that. Then we can actually help you. Um, and like you said, like, and these one-off coaching calls we were doing, it's like, yeah, well, Good luck out there, <laughs> you know. So we were kind of sick of that, yeah. and so we've been sitting on Champagne Club for like literally a year and a half. Right. And uh, the reason we sat for so long, and we have some people in our who take our uh, like Nolan Robinson, who's paid for many calls with us, um, who's been waiting for this curriculum uh, because they they want something more accountable mm-hmm. um, and more you know designed to actually help them go from point A to point B, yeah. and not just like yeah, like, hope it works, hope this advice works. Yeah. So. Very excited about Champagne Club. Um, By the time this podcast is released, either Champagne Club is launched or I'd say at the very least we've released the curriculum. mm -hmm. And that's the thing we're really excited too is you'll know exactly what you're buying when you join. It's not, hey, join this and then we're kind of planning as we go. It's this is month one, this is month two, this is month three. And every every week does have a narrative. It It has like a set structure. But that's not to say that it won't be also a chance for the students to say like, well, from last week, because it's designed to like, yeah, we'll have a lesson today, but like school, let's talk about last week's lesson first right. and let's see, Brush did up. it work? You know, questions. and we also are assigning homework. Yeah. <laughs> so we want you to actually be doing things proactively. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're really excited about Champagne Club. Yeah. That's like the goal number one for 2024. Yeah. Aside from like selling our course library from last year, we want to provide this coaching program yeah. and just see how it goes. Yeah. If it goes well, which we're hoping it will, um, 2025, yes. hoping to maybe launch a do it for you service, mm-hmm. which we've thrown out It'll names. It'll be kind of like a do it with you slash do it for you. Yeah. Cause nothing There'll is be a truly lot of do, do it, it for you. you. Right. There'll be, there'll be exclusive do it for you services that aren't. But at the end of the day, we can't film for you. Right. We can't edit for you, but we can we do a can, lot well, of other things for you. Yeah. 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 So, if Champagne Club goes well, which mm-hmm. we're hopeful it will, and it's looking like it will, um, 
2025 could have a do it for you with you yeah. service. Won't throw out the name yet because we're we saw from teasing the Champagne Club that the second it came out, we had uh, who do we have Dryden saying, "Oh yeah, well I'm going to launch Moonshine members." <laughs> yeah. Will Sarmiento said tequila time, tequila, or something. Ta- yeah. yeah. <laughs> which Will is actually going to be a part of the Champagne Club, he is. which. Yeah. I guess it's not a spoiler now. Yeah. Um, Will, we had him for our workshop mm-hmm. this past fall, and he did a live editing session. Yeah, it was awesome. And to this day, we still have so many messages just saying, oh, yeah. Will's presentation was mind-blown. I was shocked. Still mind-blown. Jaw-dropped, dude. Still yeah. mind-blown. So we're, we're recreating that in the Champagne Club for those who weren't at the workshop yeah. so they can just see the creative geniusness yeah. of Will Sarmiento yeah. live. Yeah, but we, yeah, just so guys, we're so excited for Champagne Club. So pumped. we'll link it below. Um, but we want it to be this 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 club. Like literally, the word club is in there for a reason. We want it to feel this exclusive group of filmmakers who are all trying to get better. Yeah. Um, and receiving personalized calls. And maybe if like you know, if people want to like network with the other twenty, since it is one on one calls, we'll have a Facebook group for you guys. We can maybe I think maybe at the end of the year we'll do like a or at the end of the three months we'll do like a group call. Yeah. Everyone can meet each other. Um, in my dream world, we do like a meetup, you know, down the road, but we'll see how well this goes first. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And if it goes well, we, uh, we want to in 2025, a yeah. big, a big thing. Yeah. But we want to first prove we can help people. Yeah. <laughs> kind of learning from yeah. 2023. We want to prove ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead of just saying, we're doing a course a yeah. month. Yeah. We're just going to do it quarterly and yeah. just kind of reevaluate. Yeah. So we're excited, you guys. Yeah. Um, so that's big thing for 2024. Um, other things, uh, a recent goal that we've been exploring, um, to not gatekeep anything, we want to also just kind of get more into the event space. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, we're learning that uh, at the end of the day, we are event filmmakers yep. who specialize in a wedding niche, right? But why not grow and become better at event filmmaking in general. Yeah. Um, because a lot of the luxury planners that we love do events more than they do weddings. Um, and then when you go to a wedding, all of a sudden you have that same mindset of I'm an event filmmaker and the bride and groom are VIPs the event. And it kind of changes how you capture the event. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's a healthier way to capture the event. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's one of our goals. Next year we have a lot of events lined up. Uh, keynotes, yeah. launches, corporate meetings like a lot of big things that are just gonna push us to be better event filmmakers yeah it was funny um a couple months ago when we were getting our gig in april lined Mm up um my buddy who works there he was like oh that's so cool you guys are coming to film uh do you do events and my first thought was oh not really we do weddings but the more i thought about it it's yeah we do events yeah weddings are events yeah. You're filming live bands. You're filming couples. You're filming just things in we real time. We should drop a birch line this year. Just quotes from you. Weddings are events. ATN. No doy. No doy. So we're event videographers yeah. is what I'm trying to say. But it is a mindset though, like, yeah. right? Like it changes how you capture it. Yeah. yeah. So like there, to us, and this has been kind of just like a once we got it, we got it sort of thing yeah. because we've always pictured ourselves as wedding videographers. Yeah. And, you know, event videographers are a different thing. But this past month, I don't remember the specific conversation of what happened. It was just there was so much buzz around the word luxury. Like, what is a luxury filmmaker? Maybe it was that Instagram post that popped off. We started really evaluating what is, what are we? Which, sorry, last before you finish yeah. this thought. Yeah. Last 
rant about the luxury word is that that account posted every aspect of luxury vendors from stationery to florist to food and videographers was one of like 30 vendors they mentioned. And if you go to the comments, nobody had a problem with any other uh, vendor other than the videographer (laughs) crowd. We are all so sensitive to that word. Yeah. You don't really hear people saying, I'm, no. a, I'm a luxury florist. No. I'm a florist. We won't get into it now. Yeah. And, but that's kind of like the switch that flipped, you know? We just said, wait, flipped that switched? Switch that flipped? I always oh, get... Yeah. What were we about to say? It was going to be controversial. I don't know if I should say it. Hey, it's all right. I'll say it. Well, I wait, won't, no. I'll say their name. Uh, never mind. No, yeah, let's just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of like when we realized we're event videographers. Yeah. Because even before that, in our bio, we said luxury wedding filmmakers, runaway vows... And we've since changed it. We're just event videographers. And we're stoked for 2024. Mm -hmm. We got some fun ones lined up. Why not have other clients? Yeah. So we want to add some more weddings, obviously. And one of our goals next year also is to never have a wedding that isn't behind the scenes captured. So every single wedding, we want to be able to show you guys on through the lens how to do that. Um, As small or big as it may be. Like even the LDS market, we have a wedding uh, coming up where... It's just a local LDS temple wedding, and many of you might not even know what a temple wedding in the LDS community is or how to shoot those. But for those who want to learn how to shoot those in Utah, there's thousands of videographers. It's a huge market. We still want to have courses for for every branch. So, um, yeah. We also are trying to do our first uh, um, Orthodox Jewish wedding next year, mm-hmm. and uh, our first Indian wedding next yep. year, which uh, and you know. We're not going to make a course saying, here's how you do it, because it'll be our first time doing it. But the course is going to be, here's how we shot our first yeah. Indian or Orthodox Jew yeah. wedding, just to watch us learn, watch yeah. us be humiliated yeah. as we learn what we don't know and yeah, have no. to adapt. Yeah, that's, a, that's still a goal of ours in 2024 is you know, bringing along 2023 with us. We still want to keep that same transparency of we're mm-hmm. still learning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're still adapting as we go. The market yeah. is always changing. We are too. We want to keep that transparency. Yeah. This is our first Orthodox yeah. Jewish wedding. Yeah. Here's what happened. Also, one of my goals is I want to second shoot for people more next year. Oh, I love second shoot. I want to go second shoot for Emma more, for Will. I just want to be, I, w- I want to be on the ground with people and learn different styles of doing it. The, the trouble we have with that is that whenever we second shoot, we want to make it through the lens. Yeah. So if we can, it would, be, it would be great if we yeah. both show up and we both second shoot. Yeah. We kind of take turns like doing we it through the Emma. lens. And, awesome. Yeah, like what yeah. we did with Emma. That would be ideal. Yeah. Like with Fiore Films, 31 yeah. Films, yep. Film Poets, Larev, if they ever oh. shoot something that's not NDA. Yeah, probably won't. <laughs> probably won't. <laughs> yeah. Shooting one with Adam would be fun. Yeah, yeah. second shooting would be really fun. Yeah. Which That'd is funny awesome. because a lot of people don't have that goal. They don't see the value in second shooting. For me, it's like a mentorship I call. love second like, shooting. It's just like I get to actually... Yeah. You just learn from other yeah. people. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot going on next year, definitely. So, Champagne Club, events. We want to do a lot more events. Um, we're doing a few in January and then that one in Florida. Um, but just kind of trying to do more of those things. Yeah. Oh, something we didn't talk about last, last week was Mike what? Villa. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's gosh, dang it, Mike. We forgot Mike. But we know Mike, so yeah, that's we why. Know Mike. We had already Mike. met Mike. Yeah. So, but you you shot guy. with him like two days later. Yeah, yeah we love Mike. Um, Sorry, Mike. I wonder if you. But he does a lot of events and yeah. corporate stuff, and yeah. and uh, so excited to to do that. Um, workshops this year. Yeah. We're speaking at a few, and hosting our own. Mm-hmm. Um, 
excited. Those are awesome. Those are so cool to yeah. meet people and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like also like uh, just putting more into our relationships we have uh-huh. and wanting to develop more relations with the people. I think in that vein, <laughs> hopefully this doesn't come off wrong, but maybe our biggest goal is saying no to people. Exactly. Oh, no, that yeah, that, yeah, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> is saying no to people. Yeah. We said yes to basically everything under the sun in 2023. We and said yes 2022. To everything. We said yes to everything. And you realize pretty soon that when you say yes to everything, you can't give everything you have to those things. Mm-hmm. And you know, we don't regret it in any way. No. <clears throat> They've all led to serious connections oh, that amazing. we love with, with yeah. great people. But there comes a time when we just kind of have to focus on what we need to focus on. Mm-hmm. And if we've said yes to a million different things, we can't do that. So we're really trying to focus on saying, hey, love this opportunity. Thank you for thinking of us. Yeah. Unfortunately, like we just, we have, we have to do this. Yeah, yeah it's that book essentialism just, is the power of saying no. Yeah. And ultimately the hope is that people respect you more for that because they know you're trying to focus on other things. Which I think they do. Mm-hmm. I think they do. Yeah. Um, yeah, we uh, we definitely have felt that last year in 2023 is putting 10% in 10 different directions. Uh-huh. And this year we really want to put 100% into one. one direction. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're definitely saying no a lot more. Yeah. Doesn't mean we don't love you. No. It's just, it's our brand. The opposite. You know, it's, it's our we're saying no because we love you. Yes. If we work with you, it's because we are 100% with you. And if we say yes to you, you are in. <laughs> we, we love, love you. you. <laughs> Come on over to our houses and we'll yeah. make brisket and bread. <laughs> yeah. No, but like the principle is to be a lot more yeah. intentional about the projects. So yeah. if, we're, if we're helping everybody else, but we just take a hit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So saying no to people, I guess, <laughs> to things, just saying no in general. Yeah. That's, a, that's a big goal of ours. Mm-hmm. What about... Um, what about gear wise? Oh yeah, we added a fourth camera finally, which okay. you, you will have your part like finally. <laughs> yeah. um, but we officially have four cameras now, right. um, and I think we'd like to add maybe a fifth one, mm-hmm. just to kind of get a lot more creative with our ceremonies. I love how Andrew Guilford shoots a ceremony. Uh, I love how Ray Roman shoots a ceremony. Just so many fun camera angles and just capturing a lot of different emotions. You know, mm-hmm. like having a camera on the parents at all times. So, so many cameras. Gear wise, yeah. I think we just want to be a lot more. I think we've finally perfected three cameras. Mm-hmm. Every camera has a very designated role, like a team member almost. And now we're not just adding a fourth camera to say we have a fourth camera. It's because we have a very specific role that fourth camera is going to fill for us. Yeah. Um, and then same with the fifth camera, ideally yeah. this year. Yeah. Technically six cameras. We usually have a drone Drone for the uh, ceremony as well. So. Yeah. Kind of yeah. helps us not stay in like the same routine. Yeah. Because, yeah, we, we just. But still minimal. Yeah, still minimal. Um, I sold a C70 this last week mm-hmm. and bought an R8. So now we both have a C70 and an R8. Yep. R8, again, really just for ceremony and speeches, right? Yeah. Uh, shoots 4K, 60, yeah. full frame, records past 30 minutes. C-Log 3, don't really care we'll a whole lot about that. Standard, yeah. Probably shooting standard. Just, But it's really small. It's, it's, like, a, it's like a Mark IV. Super easy you know, to travel It's with. tiny. Um, and so I think our number one goal is to still travel as light as possible. <laughs> we loved it. We, I've loved it. Yeah, it's a nice little camera. And oh, we bought um, the Godox, the Zion. Godox, the Godox. I don't even know what it's called. It's oh, the Zion Light. Oh, oh, the oh, new yeah. One. yeah. Yeah, and we bought some Amaran 60Xs. Yep. So we're going to minimize our lighting setup a little bit better as well. Yep. Um, and also get better at lighting, yeah. for sure. That's Definitely. Cool. Yeah, lighting's a big one. Um, in terms of lenses, we are really... 
really trying want to make, some, make the push to RF. Yeah, we really want those RF lenses. So it's this fine balance. Nate's of, gonna buy me a fifty. <clears throat> you for, know, I was uh, a New Year's gift. I was looking around Facebook Marketplace the other day, and I found a fantastic Canon fifty EF for seven hundred dollars. If you want to save the company two <sighs> <No>. grand, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> That'd be nice. Oh, I need the RF eighty twenty here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, actually, I, I I love that lens. That's so. a beautiful. That was like that's like. But he's probably JWF. selling it for the same reason I'm selling it is because the focus sucks. No, he said perfect condition. I'm sure he said that. He's trying to sell it to you. <laughs> probably. <laughs> um. But yeah, we love RF. I think We're, we just need RF for the the sharpness. Because the C70 is a yeah, soft sensor. I think yeah. I just. I hate that we need it, but it's. I think it's one of those investments. Yeah, we can have this later. <laughs> <laughs> it's we're walking this very fine line of gear doesn't matter and it does matter because we do believe it does matter. It, we we bought the R8s kind of as a way to say, stick it to the man. We're shooting on R8s. It's not the yeah. greatest camera. We didn't buy two other C70s. Gear doesn't matter. We have two R8s and two but C70s. But when you're on the C70, the but lens you have exactly, does matter. Exactly. So we're writing this line. Which is of, nothing new. Yeah, you, you can buy a red red camera and put a crappy soft lens on it, and the footage will look garbage. Right. You buy a, like a T2i or I don't know, it's the T10i, whatever it is out now, with a sharp cinema lens on it, and it will look amazing. Better. Yeah. Um, better than the red. Yeah. So, with the bad lens. So yeah. I don't know. With the C70, I, it it just needs sharp glass. But does it? Because we shot. In Vegas with Rev in RAW with our like Sigma 18 to 35s, and it looks so tell. good. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're firm believers that gear does matter, but yeah. does, doesn't matter at the same time. Yeah. Your gear is your gear. It's how you use yeah, it. Yeah, it is. It's how you use it. I just want the 50. Yeah. <sighs> it is a nice lens. It I love good. the RF. Yeah. I would love if we had the 15 to 35, mm -hmm. the 50, the 85. And the 7200. 7, we'll probably buy the 7200 before we buy a 50, yeah. honestly. Love that lens. Yeah. So pricey. Yeah, it's actually the next lens we definitely have to buy is another 7200. Yeah. So, yeah, that's our, I guess, probably our 2024 goal for gear. I yeah. don't, I don't I'm really cool with our gear. It, it you I know, I don't see a need to update the drone or anything. No. I don't care about the three cameras. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No. It's used for it's four all relative, shots. man. Love our gear. Uh, also hoping to book a few more clients. We've made some amazing connections yeah. this year. Yeah. Um, another goal we have or something that's developing is our relationship with Weditor. Yeah. Um, they've edited two videos for us now and just really helping us elevate our brand. Um, and they're becoming great friends of ours and they're going to be sponsoring our workshop in Ireland. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I think just being a little bit more intentional about the edits and, Cause I think the gear is fine. I think it, now it's the story that yeah. we want to tell yeah. each film, um, and finding kind of our lane of uh, style yeah. in that. So yeah, um, yeah. What's a what's a personal goal you have, Jacob? If it's not too personal, <laughs> well, I'm sure it'll be out by now. But be a father. <laughs> I'm sure we've announced it already. Uh, if we haven't, I'm, my wife is pregnant. Uh, so a personal goal is just to be be a father. That's, that's <laughs> be a the great goal. father. I mean, child will be, you know, so small. So, but like just being there for my wife and my new baby, and I don't know, that's a big one. Killing the skin to skin photo. Yeah. Oh yeah. Personal goals is just diet, bro. I got <laughs> 
<laughs> the skin to skin. But photo. number one is just being a dad. Yeah. Uh, number two is, uh, yeah, I, I think I said on the podcast a few weeks ago, I have some yeah. very specific monthly goals this yeah. next year. Yeah. I'm excited about. Yeah. How about you? Um, same. Definitely Be with, a father? Well. <laughs> you said same. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. <laughs> We're dads. <laughs> No, I, uh, well, 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 yeah, let me talk about that for a sec. No, I'm not a father. I'm not a father <laughs> I yet. I knew it. Okay. Oh. Um, but yeah, Kayla does listen to this podcast, so I hope you're okay with this being out to the world. <laughs> I love Kayla. She texted today. I know you want to punch Sam so bad. I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> I want to deck him in the face. I want to punch that kid in the face. your podcast. Oh, uh, God, I love you, Kayla. No, so Kayla and I, we've been married for two and a half years. Um, I'm 28. Gonna, wow, we're going to be 28, man. That's weird. In a month. So I'm just going to start saying I'm 28 now. Um, she's 26. And so we're kind of at that stage. When's of, her birthday? February. Mine? Mine? Kayla's? Kayla's. Are you tears exactly apart then? Pretty much. Mine's February 10th. Hers is February 12th. That's right. So yeah, two years exactly. So we've we've been at that stage of talking of, hey, like, when are we going to have kids sort of thing? Let's let's plan this out. And it fluctuates. Mm-hmm. But I feel like next year, and I know you you hate this, but we might, <laughs> <laughs> and this might be the only time I ever say this. <laughs> no, I'll hold back. I have so many things I want to say. <laughs> we may start... Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to word it so you don't hate it. Remember, we have to keep a family-friendly rating here. We can say no, trying. No. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. We're gonna. <laughs> here's, so, okay. so here's my here's my. Kayla, thing I'm with, sorry if I'm turning this way too <laughs> too awkward. Here's my issue with the word. I had an issue with that word until we got pregnant, and then it's like it just is like how what else do you, what else do you yeah. say? We're trying to have a, yeah yeah. So there is a chance, but I hate the people all down this hill. Who are just like, oh, we are trying. We Every have day been they trying remind you. So hard. And everyone you're knows. Like, yeah, you, yeah, you, you know what that's implying. Yeah. And when they're telling you their know. grandma, you're just, just like, like oh, yeah. So anyway. This is beautiful. So there's a chance. Okay, we, we've, we've thrown out the idea. Um, of course, you know, there are some things that we would love to see happen, but not completely depend on those things. But if we did start having, start trying to have a baby this next year, for a 2026, 2025 baby, mm-hmm. I would love to be in the best shape I've ever had, I've ever been in. Okay. Now, I say that because metabolically, I have don't know what that word means. <laughs> internal health. Let's say that. Okay. I have asthma. I have eczema. I have allergies. I have some cards stacked against me, and if there is any way to push the cards a little more in my favor. To not pass some of those things on to my kid, I would love to have that happen. So I would love to be in the best shape I didn't know you had possible. Yeah, I've got asthma. Did I know that? I knew that. Maybe you didn't because Why it's... Why don't you pre- your inhaler? Because I'm, I'm not Samuel. <laughs> Bro, I want, I want there to just be awkward moments in this podcast where we just start each other and just go... <laughs> Please bring it. No, I haven't, I haven't used my inhaler for years. I had asthma growing up. Got some daddy lungs. I got some I got some big boy lungs. Yeah. I had asthma. Kind of like asthma, allergies. They all kind of are really bad. Wait, does Sam have asthma? No, I was just saying if Sam had asthma, we would all know about oh, it. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know the whole personality. <laughs> yeah. It's big, you would only talk about it. I'm gonna punch him in the face. Yeah, you didn't even know I had. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So all growing up until I think I was like 14 or 15, I had really bad asthma. 
really bad food allergies. And then I started kind of growing out of some. Like I was allergic to eggs. I was allergic to just dairy. And I grew out of those. Okay. And as a part of that, asthma kind of went away for like 10 years. And it started coming back when I was like 22, 23 for some reason. And so it's still there. And usually when it's cold outside and like if I go for a run, like I can really, I start wheezing. So just the fact I grew out of it once, like I I would love to just kind of, yeah. In any way, if I can stack the cards in my favor, if it is possible. Like I know that's not how it works all the time, but it can't hurt. Yeah. So that's a big one for me is just getting getting in the best shape I've ever been in for if that day comes. That hurts me because I feel like you're already in perfect shape. So (laughs) if you have like this goal that's going to take a whole year, I'm like, well, then I'm like, (laughs) I'm way behind. No, we're we're talking about two different things that like you don't have. Metabolically. But I guess as a result, hopefully the, perfect, the uh, physical. Metabolics. Yeah, you don't have any issues metabolically. Just which, crippling addictions to bad food. Which blows my mind how you don't have any <laughs> issues because of it. Yeah. <laughs> I envy that. It's like drinking hose water and dirt. <laughs> like it, it just makes you actually better <laughs> in the long run. If you just down donuts every day, your body so, has yeah. to fight harder it, to it be alive. <laughs> It's, it's fine. If you feed it vegetables and fruit, it's like, oh, this is, this is a cakewalk. It's easy. The and then second the you go smallest outside. little cashew comes along, it's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> but it's like if I'm being fed just junk food all Man, day, my sometimes body has I, to work. Sometimes I feel like that logic, even though it is As I say, flawed, it kind of makes it sense. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, there's it's like a, when Andy sneezes on Dwight's piece of toast and he eats it to build his immune, immune system. <laughs> it kind of makes sense. Well, so outside of the U.S., like nobody has allergies pretty much. When I lived in Bolivia, they all made fun of us Americans because, like, you meet them, you say, hey, like, oh, they, they know you're American first off. And then they ask, like, oh, do you have allergies? And you're like, yeah. Are you allergic to peanuts, little guy? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Can't have seafood. <laughs> and it's because everyone in, like, these third world countries or, you know, places where it's not America. Why is that? They just – so there's something fascinating. It's called the hygiene hypothesis that somewhere in the 20th century when we really started becoming, like, clean and chemicals yeah. and things like that – we started protecting our babies so much from being exposed oh, I've to heard things this before. Yeah, that interesting theory. Through those years of growing up, they weren't exposed, so that by the time they are exposed to it, your immune system doesn't know how to react, so it Makes attacks sense. it. So to counter that, drink soda, Oreos, exactly. eat, eat junk food, eat soup, dirt. But has to work double time to Hose stay alive. Water. Yeah. yeah, yep, yep. But I think once you hit a certain age, stop doing that because <laughs> exactly. it will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> once you hit, uh, but I'm 27. I'm chilling. Yeah, I'm chilling. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, well, that's just a personal... To getting fit. <laughs> I'm sure you would love that. Yeah. Um, I'd also love to read more. Mm-hmm. I feel like this past month, I've been focusing on trying to replace scrolling with, with reading, mm-hmm. and I'm happier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I, I learn more. I do want to read more. I, I just, it's, just, it's just good to get involved yeah. in something that's... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I deleted TikTok um, almost three months ago now. And Do you I, still not have it on your phone? Wow. Um, so everyone send Jake your funniest TikToks so to try to break him. When it gets inconvenient when someone sends a TikTok, like a text, and yeah. I have to like open it in, through Safari and watch it. Yeah. That's always tempting. But like truly, I just I, I don't think you about don't it anymore. It. Mm. You don't miss it? I have replaced it with Instagram memes. Those are funny. But um, but like I'm already on Instagram, so yeah. I don't know. I just do you have Snapchat? No, Snapchat was the one thing I deleted. I've never thought twice about I it. I never. I just couldn't mm, care less. I deleted about it. it. Yeah. yeah, it is our generation, uh, the next generation's like the iMessage, but 
Yeah, so I do. I, I would love to read more. I also I want to cook more. Exactly. I yeah. want to get really good at cooking. I want to mm. understand like food theory more yeah. than I actually care to like. Because I can follow, follow recipe, recipes, but I want to like learn food theory and like actually be able to cook. Um, I haven't cooked in like two months because Kenzie gets nauseous, smells. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I do want to cook better and just be understanding more of food. Right. Um, reading fitness is like seriously fitness is like my number one goal. Yeah. I want to get my diet honed in. Yeah. And I was listening to uh, Alan. What's his name? Hold up. Podcast. Hold on. It's worth it. Alan Richson. He plays Richardson? Jack. Alan Richson. Richson. He plays Jack Reacher in that new TV show. Oh. You know who that guy is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's well, yeah. massive. Show me a picture. That guy? Holy. He's like six foot three. Oh he's gosh. like, he's huge. He's on the juice, though. Uh, no. What? He's, Wait, let me see that. He's he's a monster. Um, yeah. He's just a huge fitness guy. Just always been huge. No, yeah, that's, um, that's, that's, that looks amazing. So I was listening to him on Jimmy Fallon or something. Jeez. And he's like, uh, his take, and you've told me this before, but his take is like, don't punish yourself with fitness because you'll just hate it. Yeah. And so they were asking about like his cheat days. He's like, I don't have cheat days. He's like, I just know what I have to put yeah. in at the gym. Yeah. And I know what I, I want to put in in the kitchen to make the gym better for me. Yeah. It's been last night, went out the team, had a huge milkshake and right. like and pizza. I didn't, I didn't think anything of it. Right. Um, and he's like, but I also knew what I was eating that I'm going to work it off tomorrow. You yeah. know what I mean? But he's like, I don't like, he's like, if I, if I give myself, if I put myself on this diet, I just want to die and I, I hate it. And then that one day I get to eat, I just chase that feeling. And mm-hmm. I don't want to chase that feeling. Mm-hmm. I want to chase the good feeling of just balance, you know? Yeah. But if you take that principle too far, which I usually do, I just eat whatever I want and think oh, I'm just going to work out, you know? Yeah. So I still want to be a lot smarter about my diet, but I don't want to be one of those people who like never has fun and yeah. is that guy in the friend group who just will never eat a single Oreo. You know what I mean? I just, yeah. I want to understand food better, my how my body reacts better in the gym and in the kitchen. So that way, like I feel... In the kitchen. Here we are. <laughs> that way I, I can actually yeah. optimize my results. Yeah. Um, no, it's a great principle. That is number one goal. That's a great principle. I think, I mean, I was just thinking this the other day, mainly because the past two weeks I've just been eating like garbage. Me too. Just whatever I want. Trash. Definitely put on some pounds. But I had this thought like, if you work out really hard, like really hard, and you're eating, like it gives you a lot of flexibility. Yeah. Like if you're going to the gym and train, I think what the problem is, is <clears throat> if someone is just eating whatever they want and they're eating like garbage and they still think, oh, I'll just go to the gym and work it off. That can work for so long. Like that can work for a very long time. But mm-hmm. the problem is one will usually win. You'll either just yeah. say, I'm going to give up the diet and just do the gym. Or I'm going to give up the gym, just yeah. let loose on the diet and yeah. just keep eating junk. Yeah, my favorite month this year was when I was eating chicken eggs and steak yeah. consistently for like yeah. a month and yeah. vegetables for like a month and working out hard yeah. because my workouts were more effective because my body had a lot better fuel oh, to yeah. work off of. Yep. And then <clears> the months where I was like not really caring about my diet, but working out just as hard, mm-hmm. I just couldn't do as much and I could feel it wasn't as effective yeah. because my body didn't have the right fuel. Yeah. So I just, I'm, I want to hone that in. Um, it's hard, but like, 
It's just, it's just discipline at the end of the day. It is. It is. So but, that's like a big goal. Yeah, but just... I want to feel good. Yeah, I wish more people just like understood. You can just, you can still eat what you want. Mm-hmm. Just, again, it's just the 80-20 rule. Yeah. 80% of your meals should be protein. Mm-hmm. Eat your carbs, please. Yeah. It bothers me when people don't eat carbs. Kills me. I'll mm-hmm. talk about that on a later one. But eat your carbs. Like 80-20. Yeah. 20% could just be junk food. Yeah. My, my, uh, I learned this for all of my college career. Yeah, what time is it? How you doing? Two thirty. How you doing? Do you okay. really? Yeah. During college, I did intermittent fasting. I did intermittent fasting for like six years, mm-hmm. and it was great for college. I'm not hating on it. I'm also not a huge advocate of it anymore mm-hmm. because it has its time and a place. For me, it was great for just having some set schedule because as a college student, you don't know when you're going to bed. You don't yeah. know when you're waking up. It fluctuates every day. So just having a set eating schedule was was nice to fall back on. But at the end of the day, its biggest strength is helping you like stay lean. Yeah. Um, and you're, you just aren't hungry all the time, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, there, there were three specific times that I remember eating a whole pizza, mm-hmm. sometime like a pizza and a half. Yeah. And I remember it was late at night past my intermittent fasting window. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, oh, I know how I'm going to feel tomorrow. I know how I'm going to look. I'm going to feel gross. I'm going to look fat. I'm going to be able to see it in my face. And every single time, I guess those three instances, I woke up the next day and I felt so good because I was just, my body was needing fuel. Yeah. And I woke up and I looked filled out and I felt amazing. My workouts were incredible. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the first kind of awakening of intermittent fasting has its time and place. But your body just needs fuel sometimes. Yeah, I mean, same principle as uh, education. Like, I think people think that one program works for everybody. Yeah. And some people just might have better yeah. programs. Yeah, you just know? listen to your body. One of my big things next year, I am going to focus a lot more on water. Oh. I'm, uh, I'm giving up pretty much everything that's not water. Dude, water. I'm is... only going to drink water. Mm-hmm. Even in the morning, I just want to get crisp water in the morning and just be a lot more Yeah. Focus on water because when I did that this year, I felt great. In yeah. the last like month, I've been drinking soda like crazy. Yeah, and I just feel it in my body. I, I don't sleep as well. I don't wake up as easy. My face feels puffy. Like I just I don't know. I, I need. I want to get back to just water. Yeah, for everything. Yeah. With the exception of when I'm in the movie theater, I will drink a Coke. Movie theater, so only movie hits. theater. Yeah. I'll drink. I I can't watch a movie without a popcorn and yeah. a, a soda. Popcorn and a Coke. Yeah. You do see a lot of movies though. I do. <laughs> I'm there every single <laughs> That's day. That's the loophole. <laughs> nah. All the good movies are coming out this nah. month, but yeah. Yeah. No, I'm excited for you. You need to be. Yeah. So fitness, big one. Um, being a dad, reading, water. I think being a dad is a big goal of its own. It could take up. It's a little scary. <laughs> I'm really stuff. excited. I've been waiting for yeah. it for my whole life. So it's always been the plans. It's always been a goal. It's always been something I'm just hyped about. Yeah. Um, I just like I just can't wait. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah. yeah. So excited. Yeah. And then you gotta get pregnant so we can marry our houses <laughs> and continue our vows forever. <laughs> I guess I'll just tell Kayla it's for the biz. It's for the biz, <laughs> it's for babe. the business. Come on. <laughs> Our kids grew up so like. How did this happen? You guys were set up. It's mainly for me and Nate. We wanted to build a little <laughs> house compound. of smash. <laughs> the house. That's what we got to do some smash this week. You have my controller still. The orange one? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I almost bought a Switch. I was. Really for Christmas? Yeah. But then I was just like. I just know. It's not that expensive. I know, but here I am saying how much I want to, you know, read a little more. If I buy a Switch. You won't. Man. I 
I truly, since we play, I I don't play anymore without yeah. you. It's yeah. just not fun. Yeah. I hate. I I had my gaming alone era. Yeah. But the switch it forces you to be with people. Yeah, it does. The online system just sucks. Yeah. So um, yeah. Which we're still waiting for some challengers. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Link below. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we gotta play. Anyway, yeah. excited for this year, Nathan. Yeah. Look around, you guys. Again, links to Champagne Club below. Would love for you to be one of the 20 people, unless it's already sold out. I'm not sure. We have no idea. Who our timeline is here. Um, a lot of big things this year. Really excited. We want to create a better, more thriving community. I mean, we've talked about our goals for the, even just our Facebook groups and yeah. our Instagram. We want to be a lot more active and create a more uh, palpable community. Palpable is a good word. A palpable community. Have you seen Aquila and the Bee? What? Aquila and the Bee. It's a movie you should watch. Aquila and the Bee? Yeah, it's a movie you should I watch. I think I have, the actually. Spelling Bee movie? The Spelling Bee, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have seen that a long time ago. It's one of my favorites. I don't remember anything about it. I know it's I've seen it, It's one of my favorites. Really? Yeah. Prestidigitation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, you guys. Thanks for watching and listening. Uh, like, subscribe. Give us a follow. It helps us out. So, Are we going to pick up the uh, kind of like written by you? series yeah oh yeah that's that's alive like and well ne- but next week we're taking like about a Should month off next of week? it yeah yeah okay yeah we'll take so like a month off of it yeah yeah that's another thing i want i want to bring on like Lindsay and cherish and like people who are just yeah. like so like luxury and just have them read these graphic horrific <laughs> stories and have them just react to it just blindly. Bring character yeah i want it so bad so that's gonna be coming up soon maybe we yeah. should do that with somebody that would be fun that'd be funny we should do with Emma first. Oh, my god. Because she wouldn't be able to handle it. That'd be so funny. This I can already so hear the high-pitched voice. Yeah. <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> Emma just loves... I just her. love you She guys. has worked so hard to build her brand and yeah. for us to just make Re-tear her break character. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys, we love you. We'll see you next week. See you next week.